They be like, slow up, homie. You're talking too fast. I got a couple of quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's Bucky Watson, Bradley Bax. This is going down. We call it the G Splash. Welcome to another super dope episode of G Splash, aka the dopest podcast on earth. I am Bradley Baxter. This is my man Chris Bucky Watts. Hey, 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 put your hands. <laughs> this is episode number 125, the Splash Trash Man Home Edition. Today we're we'll be talking about all of the cool movies that were in theaters but then got bounced. Right. Quickly out of theaters. All the movies you can watch from the comfort of your own home right now. If, and uh, welcome to uh, the, the V. Lee for joining. The V. Lee. I said it weird. The V. Lee. You know how it goes out here in G Splash. Uh, we got tons of movies to talk about. We're talking yes. Trolls World Tour, The Hunt, Bloodshot, and My Spy. Because that kind of came out under the whim. It did. Everything sort of came out under the whim. I don't know what's coming out, what's not coming out anymore. Movies here. Movies at home. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Do you feel like do you feel like the twenty dollar price point is too high for a rental on two days? Brian, I'm so glad you asked me that question. I'd love to get our viewers' input, but uh, I will say no, it's not because it depends. It depends. Okay, let me change my whole goddamn. Oh, here we go. It depends because if I'm sitting in a room by myself at home and I'm like, I'd like to watch Trolls, which is <laughs> whatever. Yeah, okay. Uh, and I have to pay twenty dollars for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, that's intense. But if I am me and my wife, I can justify it a little easier because then it's, okay, cool. We went to the movies. Your ticket was $10. Mine was $10. We're probably going to get popcorn. We're probably going to get some sweets. We're probably going to get that soda pop. So it's going to cost more. And we're giving, I like the idea that you're giving money to the movie that didn't get a chance to be in theaters. And then that carries on, you know, Trolls is a great example because if you have a kid and you got like nine kids in your house or two kids or right. fucking kids are everywhere, they're climbing on the walls, $20 is like a godsend to shut them up for an hour and yeah, a half, you know what I mean? that's what my, I mean, that was my sister's move. She's like, 20 bucks, easy, done. I was like, yeah, all right. I think $20 uh, is fine price point it, if you're going to use it right. Plus, like, if you're doing that 24-hour rental, if it's a movie you really want to see, if you're going to watch it more than once, go nuts. But I do wish there was an option that was like, pay $40, you can have the movie. Because there's a couple, I mean, I probably wouldn't do that, but if I had a kid like your sister, who has two kids, three. like, could you imagine? Three kids. Three kids? That, yeah. Three kids? Like, holy shit, I'd pay $40 to have that movie on repeat all day. I mean, I'm surprised. AMC, well, I guess there's a lot of complications in how this is and how long it's going to last. Do you think this will last? Sure. The same day, movie's out, you can rent it in the theaters and no. at home. No. No. This is them trying to like grasp at straws because it's going to be hard to push a movie off and people are expecting it. But like when it comes back to it, the movie industry is going to go back to just the way it was. You're going to buy it. You're going to do this because the quicker you put it in somebody's home, the quicker someone can rip it and put it on the internet and everybody can fucking watch it from home. Right. Exactly. But we'll talk a little bit about that. Plus, if there's multiple movies, like for you, you might have dropped like 20 bucks four times. Bingo, bingo. That's a lot of movie tricks. That is. Boom. Went back, especially when I was paying 20 bucks, 25 bucks for a subscription. To see unlimited movies. Right. So you could just you go use the bathroom every night every time you had a toozy. 
Sure, why not? <laughs> why not? Uh, I know what you did. Uh, before we get into the show, though, we'll talk more about movies and stuff later. But uh, next week, we're going to be doing a... I don't know if you saw the message, Chris, because I sent it to you. I did. Episode 126, we're going to be doing a Simpsons showdown. Uh, the Ringer and Rolling Heck Stone yeah. put out top lists. And... Trash. You think both of them are trash? Uh, I don't... I don't want to give ahead. Like I just feel like for their top ten list, they had a lot of ones that I they had a lot of missing episodes. I feel like they did have some missing episodes too. However, we'll get into it for sure. But like, however, they had some deep. There's cuts. episodes on there that are are splash worthy episodes. Oh my god, every of the episodes they picked are amazing episodes. There's just some that I'm like, what? really, this one didn't make either, right. or okay. this didn't make yeah, one yeah, of yeah, yours, yeah. or didn't make both. Like the beer baron's not on either. We'll get we'll into get it. into it next week. You can come uh, check us out here. Ah! Every Tuesday. <laughs> Every Tuesday. Uh, you're making me want to get a beer. Oh, you can't drink, Brad. It's not the weekend. It isn't the weekend. No no drinks on Tuesdays. All right, Chris, let's get into some news, baby. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny? Hit him with, that Hit him with the bangers. Uh, starting off with sad news out the jump from the jump. I still got to get my buttons down. Three years. I still can't figure it out. Comic-Con. That's gets, the fun of it. People love it. Comic-Con gets. People can't get enough of you blowing the buttons. I know. Just, yeah. Almost said something else. Uh, Comic-Con got canceled, though. I San Diego this. Comic-Con will return in 2021 on July 22nd to the 25th. Fans who had bought tickets for the 2020 convention can ask for a refund or transfer their badges to next year. Okay. Okay. I think. It makes sense, right? I mean. It's such a big event to plan. It's so big logistically. To push it out would probably be impossible. There's probably no other place San Diego Convention Center could even kind of host it. They just said, fuck it. Let's roll it into 2021. Yeah. I feel like this is just going to be an ongoing thing. Do you think people are just going to cancel 2020 and come back next year? Yeah. For everything? Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of that if it can't be rescheduled or something that's like you know, there's something to be said that if you have another event, like if you do it two times a year, you have something. But like Comic-Con is a great example of San Diego, one especially, you know, it's right in the middle of kind of com- not right in the middle, but it's going to be when we're coming out of this, hopefully and seeing what's happening. I would be I would be more surprised to see something like New York Comic-Con cancel since that's in uh, October. October. Yeah. Since that's in October, that's like that's a little more time to see where we're at and what's going to happen. But it wouldn't surprise me if anything through the summer is basically going to be canceled because better safe than sorry. You don't know if this coronavirus is going to surge again. We really are so in the dark right now. Yeah, definitely. Would you be surprised if New York Comic Con and Reed Pop were over there discussing preparations to cancel at this point? No, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Okay. Steve Morell, thanks for joining. Good to see you. Boom. Welcome to the show. That's an air horn, if, if you didn't know, because you can't hear it, but... Yeah, yeah, you can't hear it on the Instagram, but on the podcast, you sure can. Tomorrow. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Listen all over again just for the sound. Uh, speaking of comic books, though, <laughs> let there be carnage. Sony has officially unveiled the logo for Venom Two and announcing the full title for Tom uh, for Tom Hardy's sequel in Venom. Let there be carnage. Okay. With a got a date though. I think that's bold. Six twenty five twenty one. So next summer. Yeah, June. This 25th. isn't surprising. We knew they were going to lean into the carnage storyline they teased it at the end of the last movie they're gonna bring another symbiote too that's not scream but is a or shriek or whatever her name the female one is right they're bringing a different one they said too so there's gonna be a lot they're throwing at this movie just like the last one um but it's cool they got a title i feel like we're getting some pretty there was this weird thing in comic book movies for a while where you know honestly where it was just like something two x2 right spider-man two right spider-man amazing spider-man two right 
But I, I'm always been a sucker when there's like a good solid title. Right, you love that. Instead of two. Yeah, and you're really seeing a good balance of that right now with like, you know, Let There Be Carnage. I think Into the Spider-Verse was the first one, but it did a good job of giving a title like that. I've seen like the rumor that Black Panther 2 is called Black Panther 2 Kings. Oh, interesting. So there's like things like that where I think they're playing more at the fact like ACB old days like, just slap a two on it and move on. And now they're like, what if the title played into it? Because all the Avengers ones got theirs and people kind of got used to that pattern. Mm-hmm. And Marvel really is the one that kicked it off. Like, uh, in a weird way, well, there was Turtles like, 2, Secret Captain of the America Ooze. ones all had a secondary title, but then the Iron Mans, none of them did. And yeah, Iron- Thor's no. do, but Thor's don't have... Or Thor 2, Dark World. But it's not. It's so cool. So, we'll see. I like I like that shit, though. Well, even like... Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I want a long well, title. We, I want something weird. Aren't we supposed to be getting Spider-Man three before june isn't this or did everything get pushed back that one that one i don't know about that one because it's that bridge with sony and marvel right, right. so i don't where's it gonna be so is this gonna come out and lead right into that or is it gonna lead after and also how is that freaking jared little vampire movie gonna fit because they're yeah, making that that's a, yeah that is very true we're gonna go we're gonna go right along with it we're gonna finish this thing out guys are we just gonna get they throw money at the weirdest shit because more Mor- morbius was supposed to come out this year right this Halloween? Uh, yeah, this year. Uh, yep. So technically, we might. I think it was actually supposed to be like a dark, a dark. Ooh. So we could be getting three Spider Verse movies. Bang, bang, bang. Yep. And then maybe they'll kick off Blade, and that there's a rumor that Mobius is to set us up for Blade. So, I right, man, they're really trying. Well, all right. Uh, speaking of Spider Man, but I did read to speak of Spider Man. Okay. You said some a couple weeks ago. I saw some other stuff about how people are pushing for Matt Murdock to be. Spider-Man's lawyer. Lawyer, right? And a daredevil. But like an older, like we talked about, kind of like an older, beat up Matt Murdock. Like, it's not like a fresh daredevil. He'd be like one that's been being daredevil for a while. So he's like, sort of like the older Peter Parker in Spider-Verse or like this uh, Hal Jordan they're going to do with Tom Cruise. It's like, he's not just like, hi, I'm all, I'm blind I'm, and I'm new to this. He's one of the most more like, I've seen some shit, kid, but not with these eyes. With these eyes. Fisty <laughs> <laughs> wow uh chris speaking of spider-man though another joiner we got uh brianna brianna bazell just uh tuned in what up good to see you how's it going welcome to the show say hi to everybody that tunes in this is the dopest podcast g splash the welcome. dopest podcast. speaking of spider-man though <laughs> what's next well, i don't know uh chris speaking of spider-man though there was a playstation spider leak fake out over the weekend <gasps> fake. uh reddit of course a fake leaker shared another post that made the rounds on reddit in said post they thank those who spread the rumors for entertaining an entertaining 24 hours this person is apparently aspiring writer uh and spider-man fan who wanted a gamer reaction to things that they believe would make the sequel better for the first uh better than the first sorry of course it all got out of hand the internet blew up everybody was like yo is this for real? And even some people reported on it as actual, factual. Interesting. Moves. So what was the rumor, though? What was the main like point of the rumor? Uh, it was going to be like a Maximum Carnage kind of thing. Supposed to have like everything tied into it, Morbius in it. Oh, so they put that kind of threat out there, and then they came out and said, that's not true, we just messed up. Yeah, yeah. So they were say- basically saying it's a symbiote kind of storyline. We're going to get, yeah, we're going to get the, the black spider suit, da-da-da-da. Well, good for them, faking well, everybody out. We're supposed, to, yeah, hopes we're up. supposed to be getting Miles Morales, though, still, right? Man, it's going to be a whole thing, man. I think so. We're it's it, that whole that whole side of it is so undetermined. You know what I mean? The PlayStation side? Yeah. 
Because, like, it kind of tells its own story, and it's separate and everything else. It's made some weird moves that are different. Right, 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 right. So it's very similar to the Arkham City series, where, like, it has pieces that are definitely Batman lore, but then it does some things that totally change the direction of the timeline, and so you just kind of got to roll with it. So we'll see what happens. So it's a great, that was a great first game, and however they're going to tie that whole series together is going to be pretty sweet. Oh, man, that's probably one of the best games uh, ever. Yeah, the mechanics were fun. The it was a lot was of fun. Good. It was killer. Yeah, the only thing I didn't really, I yeah. don't know if I cared for Miles Morales' voice, but I got over that quickly. Could, yeah. could use some more this Kingpin, though. Kid crushing it in the movie. Yeah. Speaking of video games, Chris, this story I called Plumber's Crack. Whoa, what could it be? <laughs> Nintendo has shocked fans by somehow developing or delivering a way to make the user-generated game even more boundless through the World Maker mode update. Players can not only make fully playable worlds, but craft entire Mario games made up of their own purpose-built courses by creating a super world. Everything from underground, mm-hmm. desert, snow, sky, forest, volcano, or outer space, players can take, uh, then take their worlds and super worlds to course world where they can be shared with players online. A, Man, this is crazy. It's a lot, right? Here's basically everything. Here's all the things you need to make a Mario game. Go make one. Yeah, it's so it, it's an interesting. Thing. I mean, Mario Maker has been such a big game in the ability like to just make stuff. It's playing off like mine minecraft culture and things like that like here's all the elements make your own mario levels and see how impossible they are if you can beat them and all that stuff right but this is basically like it feels like nintendo saying hey guys we don't really want to make super mario games anymore so here you guys can just make infinite ones because you know there's going to be some amazing stuff that comes out of this when you give normal people normal people the ability to make games or mod things like they make some of the greatest levels and the greatest like way things run together like they're going to put shit together that these dudes that work at Nintendo could never think of, which also probably puts pressure on them to be like, how do we deliver a cool Mario game if everybody can make their own Mario game? There you go. How do you do that? Yeah, I don't know. Tyler Schneer, thanks for being here. Good to see Welcome you. Welcome to the show. Now we're heading down. Yeah, I'm crashing you back down again. This is a maybe. This next story is conjecture. It is. Conjecture, your honor. It is a maybe. It's conjecture. So take it with a grain of salt. It is a theory. But Disney Parks will maybe... See a 2021 January <laughs> reopen. The USB analyst issued a warning that all aspects of the Walt Disney Company face risk from COVID-19 outbreak. But Disney's greatest risk is their parks. According to Market Watch, the base now assumes that the company won't be able to op- reopen its park until January 2021. And he expects the company's attraction business to remain pressured even beyond then. So we've heard Man. we've heard of a lot of things happening like Temperatures possibly being taken before you get into the yep. the parks. No parades, no theaters, no fireworks, no shows, sanitizing after every use of every single ride. Those are, I believe, the pending or like things that they're planning on as soon as they can open. But that's actually a lot of stuff that's not available, like that people would go to, right? Like everyone loves the fireworks. Everyone loves the parade mm-hmm. shows. I mean, they're, even their their musicals and stuff are are top notch at the park. Absolutely. Which not yeah. uh, then there's the Disney uh, Disney Light. I think is what they call this kind of experience when things are kind of shut down. Like Disney Disney Light, they're not running at full capacity. They're not running full operations to for safety reasons. Right. So does that mean they're charging full price though? Absolutely. <laughs> which I think is silly too. But I I, uh, I mean it, it's tough, man. It's tough. Well, it's I don't know what's gonna market. happen. I, those who are listening who might not know this, uh, Brad and myself, we actually had a trip to Disneyland scheduled for what would be next week. 
and that trip was unfortunately canceled because of COVID. Yeah, very, very sad. I'm not, I'm not going to do, be doing very well next week. Um, and that got pushed. And then our, our hey, David St. John is here. David hold on, John, hold on. Good but, to see you, buddy. I know we're in the middle David of a story. Saint, so funny. I, I, want, I know we're in the middle of a story, but I gotta, we got to find a way to get a cut, too, to get some apartment news on this show. Right. Oh, my gosh. So David St. John's apartment so news the funny. best. we got to bring him in for an audio part. David, you literally tuned in as I was talking about the trip. David St. John is also just supposed to be in. on the trip. He is also going to be with us, and uh, the trip is unfortunately canceled. Um, if you don't follow Being St. John on Instagram, you have to go because he's doing these news things from apartment, and they're amazing. They're hilarious. The point is, so we've pushed our we pushed our trip to November, uh, but now it's even looking like you know you never know. This is obviously just pieces uh, and parts we're hearing, but I, I'm optimistic that we're going to be able to go in November and we're going to have a great time no matter what it looks like. Yeah, no, I think we will for sure. But the question... But maybe it'll be close till January and I'll just but, throw myself out of, off a balcony. <laughs> My question to you, Chris, and St. John, if you want to chime in on this, uh, if it is light, say they open in November, do we go? Uh, here's my thing. I do think that there is a difference. The only thing, people are always like, oh, you go to Disneyland as an adult? Is that even cool? There is that are what you, certain elements that what I really... Doing? In, <laughs> Mm-hmm. There are certain elements that I still think are great. And I think there are things that are obviously geared towards families and kids. When I go, I'm not there to see the fireworks. I usually take the advantage of the fireworks going off to go and ride rides while people are gathered. Yep. Same for parades. Yep. I think it's cool to like watch a parade passing a little bit, but they don't captivate me with the way they captivate children. Who? Why would I take up a space on the curb when a kid could get there and be closer? So I kind of feel that way. I think it's cool to see it. Um, St. John, I mean, we, we talked, I talked with him about it too, and he can obviously chime in, but really as long as we're able to go and ride the rides and kind of make the experience our own, I think, I think being in the parks is what matters and being part of that environment. If you're missing some of the things, that's okay. Uh, if you don't get to go see the frozen show, you just got an hour back in your day, even though highly recommend seeing the shows at the, uh, Hyperion theater if you're there, but still, I think that we'll be able to make it our own and have fun. As long as they get a lightsaber made. <laughs> I was like a lightsaber. Hey, all right. Yes, and they're not going to close Galaxy's Edge. Avengers Campus will be open. We're going to be li- living large. But isn't that kind of a gathering at the Star Wars thing? No. Because it's only... Um, like 10, 20 people? It was like 15 20 at a time. Plus a guess? So 30? I think... I know it's... I think it's 15... Or I think it's... I think it's 20 total people in a group. Okay. As, <laughs> LA did just get... 50 or less. They had a terrible weekend, by the way. So, not looking good. Yeah. We'll see what's going to happen. We're just going to keep rolling with the punches. If you're someone out there that wants to go to Disneyland or you've had your trip canceled and you're listening right now, um, it's a bummer. It's a huge bummer. If you had a trip of any kind canceled, it doesn't matter if you're going to Disney or Hawaii or wherever. It, it sucks. sucks. It's bad, yeah. but it's all gonna, we're going to make it happen. We're going to get there at some point. We're all going to get where we're going at some point. Damn right. Uh, speaking of shifting, DC decides to announce their that they've shifted around some, some dates. Oh, so all the DC movies are going to get shifted now. This is where we're talking about. Okay, cool. I've been curious because we've heard about Marvel, Marvel yeah. moving Black Widow. We've heard about them moving this movie. I haven't heard DC talk about moving their movies at all to different dates because of COVID. So what are we looking at? Uh, we got Wonder Woman still coming, uh, 1984 coming in August 14th, 2020. And that's going to be the only one to drop this year. Um, I thought you said Wonder Woman coming in 1984. And I was like, <laughs> we missed it. <laughs> we missed it by a long yeah, shot. I kind of started and I was like <laughs> making sure I said that. Yeah. Wonder uh, Woman, so 1984, August, August 14th, 2020. Okay. Suicide Squad, okay. Uh, August 6th, 2021. So it's before Wonder Woman. Oh, no, 2021. Okay. So we got. Wow. Yeah. What the hell is the Patman? Robert Pattinson and Batman. Come on, man. 
Oh, Pat Man. <laughs> like Pat Man. I got it. Hey, man. I got yeah. it, man. Okay. Welcome the to the potty, the Batman, pal. The Batman. Ago one. I mean, October one. 2021. Cool. Black Adam. Now, this uh, sequel. It, now, a sequel to Shazam? No, not a sequel to Shazam. Uh, it's Shazam 1.5. Yeah, it's still. See, that's the thing is they're not very clear on the world building right now. So I'm confused because they're also talking about Shazam 2 possibly bringing in Superman to team up with Shazam to fight Black Adam. Black Adam. But I'm assuming maybe we're going to end up getting is a Black Adam and Shazam. And if there is Superman to- teaming up to fight whoever the real bad guy is. Because that would be sick as shit. Yeah, but I, I agree with you. But Henry Cavill's done, though, yeah? He says he wants to do it. Oh, huh, well, then put him in the game. Well, he just doesn't want to do the other shit. But he's like, yeah, I'll come back. If not, get somebody else. Anybody can be Superman. You're handsome. You got a jaw that looks like it could cut glass. Get over here, baby. Yes, Superman now, kid. But yes, Black Adam, <laughs> De- December 22nd, 2021. Those are two kind of close together. But they're apparently two different worlds. So I guess it's fine. Or whatever, whatever right. the story is. Right. Um, th- Send it up. Now, this is the interesting movie, The Flash, for multiple reasons. Yes, The Flash. June 3rd, 2022. True that, Tyler. We don't want to see that stupid CGI mustachelessness if Superman comes back. Just, I guess you could just CGI his whole face now and just be like, yeah, it's Superman. Yeah, just get somebody else in there. You could put freaking Barney Rubble in there. <laughs> Fucking CGI's face on. Who cares? <laughs> Uh, but the Flash movie got moved, I think it got moved up, because it was supposed to drop around right. Captain Marvel, so they moved it up to, okay. after Marvel changed their dates, they moved it up to not met, compete. compete, but at the same- But we still don't know if Ezra Miller is in trouble after choking that chick out, but maybe not really choking her out, it looked like it was a joke. Yeah, it never never bounced back on anything, just kind of like, let it go and let it, let it die. And- Such a fucking mess. What everything's a man. The more we talk about it, I'm like, so this is not the same Batman. This is not the same guy. These guys don't know each other. These guys never met. Fucking crazy backwardsness. I tell you, man, it's that's what I'm saying, and I think it's a turning at least some people off or confused. Chrissy, thanks for joining. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. Bang bang. I'm calling out everybody tonight. I'm saying, hey, you made Shouldn't, it. Thank hey, you. take the shot. I, I'm confused though because he's also causing problems with the writing and stuff like that. I think right. There was talks of a cyborg movie too, but that got canned for some reason. Yeah, that one got canned after Justice League too. Why did that one? Why did it see now? My point, my question is, why would that one get canned, but the Flash one? Because they can erase stuff in the Flash one. I'm just hopeful that that's what they're doing. That they're going to use Flash as an opportunity to do a clean slate. They literally have DC films has a magic bullet. They can have Flash do the very famous comic book run called Flashpoint, where you can go back and change something. He can mess it all up, and then they, hey, Declan's here. What's up, Declan? Yeah, yeah. He can mess it up, and they can literally re, they can restart the thing. You can even keep some of the same actors. You could be like, oh, turns out that we kept Wonder Woman, and we kept Aquaman, but everything else got a little twisty. But instead, I'm just worried they're going to not utilize the Flash's ability because it's so far in the future. They're like, they're just going to ride out this, like, we make movies that don't connect at all. And I don't know what that's going to look like with the new Marvel world we're moving into, so... I just think they had such a chance to be like, let's get this Flash movie done. Let's have him reset stuff. And they're just like, nah, just let him run around and be weird or whatever. Yeah, who knows? Now to follow up with these other two movies is almost pointless because they're not that interesting. That interesting. But Shazam 2 comes out November 4th, 2022. And then Aquaman follows the next month. Aquaman 2 on December. I mean, they're interesting in the fact that the first two of them were pretty good. Shazam was great and Aquaman was, was good. So... As far as DC goes, <laughs> that's probably what they're, they're like. We can do it if we can just 
crawl our way to December 2022. We might be okay, boys. <laughs> this ship is going down. It's, it's going down, but yeah. Hey, Sydney's here. Hey, Sydney. What up? Uh, Chris, we could talk about movies and comics and stuff all day, but let's talk about the movies you Absolutely. can see in your home. Yes. So these mo- these movies cost you $20 to watch from home. Yes. Or you so can we should probably give Splash Trash or May on these, talk about them, and then say, save you 20 spend you 20 But we normally do. I didn't really put these in any kind of order. We'll start off with fun. We'll start off with the Trolls World Tour with your boy, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but it seemed like him. The trolls are back. They got the hair up. 69% from critics and a 62% nice. from nice. audiences. In an adventure that will take them well beyond what they've what known What did the critics before. give it? Uh, 69%. Noise. <laughs> Poppy and Branch discover that they are but one of six different troll tribes scattered over six different lands and devoted to six different kinds of music. Funk, country, techno, classical, pop, and rock. Their world is about to get... A lot bigger and a whole lot louder. Yes. This movie started off really good. I mean, it's a mm-hmm. it's basically a musical, right? Yeah, I mean, they take uh, famous songs and then just put them into the world. In the trolls world. So it's like, yeah, it's not like they're making their own music. Although every now and then they'll sneak in like a song that's for the movie. But for the most part, it's just reused hits. Yeah. Which is fine. It does it really well. Trolls 1 did it phenomenally well. It was a good mix, and you were like hippity hoppy, and it was all colorful and fun. Yeah, like they, for example, instead of girls just want to have fun, they did trolls just want to have fun. Trolls just want to have fun. You know, you make a little twist, you get clever. The kids, they're gonna eat it up. <laughs> just play it loud and just sing half the song. There was a lot of music in this one. I I don't know how I feel about it. the girls. Uh, my nieces loved it. I think they had a lot of fun with it. I do feel like Ozzy Osbourne was a little underused. I thought he could have been a little bit more. Sure more to the the scenario of the situation and a lot more funny yeah there were some interesting things in this one i think that trolls one like i said like it did some kind of new things animation it reminded me a lot of the lego movie and lego movie 2 Mm -hmm. where lego movie 1 is like whoa this is crazy and different not what i expected and trolls did that in a different way using more music and that kind of that that way and some of the yarn stuff they did was really cool and then this one in similar to lego movie 2 i feel like they decided to pick a direction or Lego Movie 2, when I watched it again recently, they said, let's keep with our humor, but let's also gear a little more towards adults and older people. Right. Like, they have that humor with that Lord and Miller put in there. Mm-hmm. I said, Lord and Miller? Is that right? That's right. Anyways. Yesterday. That they put in there. And this one, Trolls, for me, it actually felt like it went the other direction. It be, it was a little more kitty. The lessons was a, a little more soft, like, soft-gloved or whatever that term is. It felt like... It just wasn't as for the adults. And so Ozzy Osbourne being in there was like, oh, they cast Ozzy Osbourne, but he feels like he's in a really childish role. And that's not to say I didn't like it. I enjoyed it. It didn't have as many memorable moments as Trolls 1 did for me or like moments where I remember like laughing out loud. Right. Um, but at the same time, you know, a 69 noise. It was exactly that. I feel like it was it's a good movie. Your kids are going to love it. You're going to watch it and not want to rip your hair out. This is. I mean, I remember when there was like a stretch of kids movies that people just wanted to like destroy themselves because like i can't watch this movie anymore well chris splash like, shitty and my kids love it splash trash or man it's a man but it's a colorful man it is it's a like don't spend 20 dollars if it's you alone at home wanting to watch this but if you want to be entertained you're colorful you got some kids around maybe you just like want something a little bit easy maybe you just watched a serial killer documentary you want to literally tone it down a bit pop on trolls world tour in a theater near your home because it is your home <laughs> 
Because it's in your living room, you jackass. Um, <laughs> jackass. Let's go with let's go with the hunt. Moving on to the the hunt. hunt. Now this movie had tons of controversy leading up to it. It did, it did. And after I saw the best movie, its posters for advertising were the best movie you've never seen. They would put a pig's head on a poster, and not severed. It was like the pig was alive, and then it said it said the best movie you've never seen, The Hunt. Right. Very intriguing advertising. I was very intrigued. Right, and then there's like the whole controversy of like the president trying to shut this movie down. Mm-hmm, 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 um, mm-hmm. And then I saw the movie, and I was like, why the fuck would he waste his time with that? Why would he waste his time fucking breathing? The guy's all over the board. Okay, we'll take that. I'll let that one go. <laughs> anyway, not really what a, the point of it is, but uh, here's what it's about. Twelve strangers wake up in a clearing. They don't know where they are, how they got there. They don't even know they've been chosen for a specific purpose. The hunt. In the shadow of a dark internet conspiracy theory, a group of global elites gather for a very first time at a remote manor house to hunt humans for sport. But the elite's master plan is about to be derailed because one of the hunted, Crystal, knows the hunter's game better than they do. She turns up and blah, blah, blah. People kill people. Not even worth reading the rest of that because it's a lot. It's like another sentence or so. Lots of spoilers. A lot of big names in this movie, surprisingly. Yes. Uh, Hilary Swank was like the... Yep, Hilly Swank's in there. The main person. And then and a lot of people that you I expected to stick around at least. I would say that. I don't want to spoil this one directly for anybody, right. but um it definitely so this is this idea and concept. We'll talk about the politics, but the idea itself comes from uh, a 1924 short story, more of a novella by um, Richard Connell called uh, The Most Dangerous Game, which uh, follows this guy named uh, Rainsford, and he basically gets put on an island to be hunted with a bunch of other people. And it's about him being the one that sort of he ends up being the most dangerous game <laughs> because he fights back and finds ways to stay alive and, and ultimately like win. But uh, this one takes that idea. And, yeah, I was surprised at the pace it went. It basically said, here's 12 people. And then we're just really going to cut to you focusing on this one main character on their journey to sort of turn the turn the tides on who's hunting them. I will say uh, the political stuff is interesting, yeah. though, because I didn't really. I, I get it. As I read stuff about the movie after I watched it, like this movie got passed by a lot of studios because of the political messaging in it. It was kind of surprising that Universal picked it up and moved it forward. The political message itself takes a twist because the the bad people in this one that are running this whole thing are these highly are like these wealthy sort of super liberals, I guess. Yeah, that's a good way to put and it. And they've been wronged in a certain way, and so they're taking it out on people who supported this conspiracy theory that ultimately got them fired. It's a little confusing because it feels like you're supposed to know more about this conspiracy theory right. called Manorgate than you should. So or then you do. It's like, oh yeah, this is that big thing. It, it was it wrecked the whole world. Like people were on the edge of their seats for it. And yeah. Like, okay, I don't know what it is. Yeah, like it starts and off. Then, it starts off with the text messages, and you're trying to read it, and you're like, okay. And you're like, what's going on? Yeah. But then I think ultimately, yeah, the movie itself does come back to this idea that like, it's really just about somebody trying. It's like, uh, you know, good movies. What's that one where the the woman goes to the dinner party, and then out the family starts getting killed. Ready or they're, not. They're he. No, Ready or Not's another good example. There was a good one. She's Australian. Um, anyways, hi, not hide and seek shit, whatever. They, people, they wear these animal masks and like a crossbow oh, goes over uh, the guy's throat at the beginning. Uh, I know which movie you're talking about. You're talking about um, Your Next. Your Next. Your Next is another great example of a movie where somebody becomes the one that's hunting the hunters, just inexplicably or whatnot, touches. 
we get some like big game, even like gorilla rhinoceros or fucking human being. That'll get you jacked up. That's from Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so yes, but I, I think this one. What, what did you think? Regardless of the political message, which didn't really bother me during until after I read it, and I was like, yeah, it was well, weird to incorporate that, but it didn't really throw me for a loop. My thing with the political stuff was I was waiting the whole time in the movie to be like, when is this gonna get like over the top or like out of hand exactly. and offensive? This movie was like a, a running joke, like the whole time. Right. It just was the way I guess maybe it was marketed was maybe a joke in itself. And I didn't no one really caught that. Maybe that's part of the problem as well. Yeah. Because I was not expecting this to be a funny movie or like supposed to be funny movie, like a funny horror no. movie. But it definitely is. Yeah, there was a there was a level where I was kind of like, OK, honestly, what it felt like is that they were trying to do something that Jordan Peele would do. Like it feels like they were trying to get out but they did it wrong like by making it this kind of thing that takes the normal horror movie that were the horror movies that we're used to and kind of turns them on their head and shows them in a different light puts political commentary in them it tried to do that but then at the end it was kind of like that political stuff kind of got in the way of in fairness what i think yes. actually could have been a good movie I would if agree. it had just been about yes. if they'd eliminated the political and it had been something else if they said and it doesn't matter their politics we've seen it in other movies but like if there had been a different motivator to put these people together. I mean, shit, we saw predators where predators just put people on a planet and then, cause they were all different kinds of violence. Right. And this one was like, Oh, these people connected to this thing. Sure. You could have tied a thread, but ultimately it was a good hunt movie. It was just a good movie of a woman being hunted, turning around and hunting the people that were hunting her. So it didn't need that other stuff. Yeah, no, but still maybe it was fun. You like violence? Go nuts. Yeah. I thought it was, again, it was funny at a lot of times. Some of my favorite scenes is, when the girl's like in in the car and she just kind of puts her legs up and like slowly rotates and kicks the guy out of the car and just fucking boots the guy out of the yeah, car. But yeah, but the way she does it is so like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's funny because you just see her like There's do this also story. Weird yeah. Turn. You're like, what oh, is yeah, she the doing? movements were the way the camera angles were. It did a lot of things right. And I think a 56 and a 66% show that, that it had a lot of things right, but there were parts where I got lost or it could have told me a different story underneath the main one that could have helped. So yeah, it's it was fun. I enjoyed it, but at the same time, yeah, when I look at all the stuff about it, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, this is a man for me. I'm gonna give this one a man as well. Yeah, I'm gonna give a man too. It's got some cool moments, but not enough to make it go yes. Yeah, the I mean, especially the ending, and we won't spoil it, but uh, the ending where they're kind of talking to each other, just annoying. Like the grilled cheese and yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. Yeah. Let's let's go with my. Let's jump. Let's, go let's to jump my, to my spy. My spy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds great. All right, my spy. Now this is uh Batista, Dave Batista. Uh, Batista. <laughs> <laughs> no, my spy is a fifty-three percent from critics, a sixty-four percent from the audience. My spy follows JJ, a hard hardened CIA operative. Who has been demoted and finds himself at the mercy of a preco precocious nine-year-old girl yeah. named Sophie, where he has been sent undercover, blah, 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 to surveil the family. Sophie discovers hidden cameras in her apartment, uses tech savviness, catches him in the act. Hard Catches the, the CIA agents yes. in the act, which isn't supposed to happen. Which should never happen. You saw happen. the previews, people. Yes, yes. I'm gonna let, I'll let you start with this one. I liked it. You liked it. I liked it, man. I, I like. Okay, here's the thing. Batista has he keeps proving himself, man. When he got cast in Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, this idiot. Like nothing wrong against him. He's just like a big. He's just a big honk of meat. You know what I mean? It's been the WWE. And WWE. He's all don't mech. get me wrong. WWF. He's whatever. all mech. Yeah. It, it 
it does require a certain level of theatrics. There's no denying. I think that's one of the strongest parts about the WWE is the theatrical part of it. It's basically like you're watching a play. It just happens to be, you know, wrestling and for, you know, for a different kind of audience. Not the point. Point is, this. I when he got cast in Guardians, I was like, that's a weird choice. Let's see how he does. Crushed it. Guardians 2 crushes it. He's been a couple things where he was like, he didn't even have that many lines or any lines maybe in, um, not Skyfall, the one that was after James Bond movie that no one remembers. And as the bat, and, and he was great. He had that presence to him. So when he shows up in this and he's like, you know, I'm a tough CIA, look at me, but, 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 but then he's like kid friendly. He just did it right. I think he just feels like this authentic stone giant where I feel like the rock himself, when he was starting out, I feel like he was trying way too hard. Like he was, oh yeah, Batista is also great in Blade Runner 2049. Right. But I think that The Rock got in there and he was like, I'm The Rock. I can act good. Look at me. And we see how far he's come. But Batista just has this like, this just calmness to him, but also kind of funny. And he reacts really well to things. And the little girl's cool. And the story itself is is heartwarming. It's not a freaking, you're not going to be pumping tears at the end. But I enjoyed it. I had a fun time. Yeah, yeah I think, I, I would agree. I think there's some really funny parts. I think Dave Batista is actually a funny person and he knows how to deliver those lines. Did you see Stuber? He does. That's the one I didn't see. I know that movie's not supposed to be very good. Yeah, that should have been a lot better than. Does he blow it, or is it just the plot is messy? I don't. I don't it's forgettable. Because Camille's in that too. Yeah, right? yeah, it's forgettable, which is why it's forgettable. Yeah. Um, this movie is definitely a family movie. At, at, at some point, I mean, it's PG thirteen, but I saw it with my nieces and my sister and my brother in law. Uh, they all loved it. Uh, I think. The only thing that bothered me was the story building, the end. And I actually want to talk about the end because there's some stuff in the end that didn't make any sense to me. But yes, this, I, I sure. agree with what you're saying as far as like the casting. The girl's funny. She's cute, witty. And I forget the other girl's name. It's his partner who's uh, yeah, um, hilarious. In it. She's on. She plays Luis on, um, on Boz Burgers. And she was in yes. Last Man on Earth. And her name is... Something that I'm going to knock it right now, but she is amazing. Yes, she's one of my favorite actresses, and I should know her name because that's just being disrespectful. Is it Chen? <sighs> anyway, back to the movie. Uh, Worth a Google. I didn't feel like the villain in this movie had any sort of substance. It didn't really make any sense. Kristen Shaw is her name. Ah, Got it. Don't worry. Boom. Yeah, I think that I would agree with you. I think in very similar to a lot of other live action movies, such as <laughs> this is going to be a weird mix but like um first kid house guest those are two simbads right off the jump but like jungle to jungle <laughs> these like the the, these live action kid movies where the villain is really not thought out very well it's more about the movie itself and like another great example would be um the first the first of the new um what the hell is that movie called where he gets locked locked in the board game Jumanji? Jumanji, right? Jumanji, this new one that came out there, buddy, it, the villain is just nothing. Like, he he has no point. He just is trying to beat them to the gym. He doesn't get any line, nothing. But the movie's good without it. In this one, I was like, what the fuck? Who the What is this guy? Yeah, who the fuck is this like, guy? It's, more, it's definitely not. A, they were like, oh, yeah, it's a CIA movie. Well, we like, probably should put a bad guy yeah, in like, this. Yeah, <laughs> because at the end, it gets tied up at the end, and you're like, oh, wait, I forgot about this oh. guy. Oh, yeah, there was a bad guy plot. I thought it was just about him teaching his girl how to, like, stand up for herself and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so that that lost me there. And now this is spoilers going forward. So if you're dying to see this movie, hold the phone. Spoilers Ooh, going forward. Fish. Press pause. Get ten out, out ten back in. But uh, the ending of this movie where they're on the tarmac and there's a private jet and he's run. He's like, 
walking towards it in his action pose. Yeah, he's like, got the neck. Come at me, bro. And he's coming. There's a plane coming towards him. And what's he have? He has a knife. That's all he's got. Uh-huh. And so yep. now the plane somehow gets turned right off the cliff, but it hits yeah, right. it hits a chain link fence. And man, that's gotta be one powerful fence to hold a plane hanging off the edge. And, catches it so that he could yep. And then it gets let like it's like ledged or like locked on a, a runway light. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the yeah, whole they, thing whatever airport this was, they know how to install stuff, okay? Whoever that guy was. They probably thought he was crazy. They're like, we'll just dig this down, this light. We'll dig it like two, three feet down. He's like, no, we're going eight feet. And they're like, why? It's never going to catch an airplane. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> so that was, I was like. Eric Becker, good to see you. Wow. This came through and I was like, okay. Um, I guess that's that. I mean, the guy was forgettable. You know, anyway. it's a kid movie and they can make fantastic things happen like that. They're like, this, what, oh, well, what if the plane goes off? What should we do? This is somebody talking to the director, I guess. The director, and I guess he's also the writer in this fantasy. Not the point. He says, I know chain link fence it'll be like a uh, catch it like a little basket and they'll say this plane weighs 45 tons what are you talking about it'll just catch it like a little cradle <laughs> not gonna happen uh yeah all in all again i'm gonna have to give this one a man on my part uh <sighs> you know i i'm actually gonna whoa, give it whoa, a splash but i'm gonna give it a very i'm gonna give it a very low splash like it was just feel good enough that I was like, here's a here's my here's how I judge it. If it came on TV and I watched in the room, I would sit down and watch it and laugh and have fun. Like, but I wouldn't go out of my way probably do it again. So like, I'm definitely I would recommend it. It's a good thing, maybe for the family, maybe for you, maybe for somebody else. Who knows? But uh, I'll give it a light splash. I'll give it a bloop. A drip. Not like a splash. Like just a boop. Okay, I don't have that button, so it's it got a full splash. <laughs> Can you find a boop button for us, Brad? Thanks. Uh, last on this list, one of the biggest, bigger movies going into, uh, I guess spring break, we'll call it. Uh, this was supposed to be the turning point maybe of the movies coming out at this time. Yep. Right. It's a movie called Bloodshot with your boy Vinny Diesel. And now we're, we're, now we're right. This is the, Bloodshot is the only film of these ones we've been talking about that made it to theaters and was, that had to be pulled and then went straight to home release, right? Yes. The so, others, their dates were after. Yeah, I think Trolls kept kind of hung on to its date and dropped around the same time, maybe a little they bit said, early. It. Okay, but I'd have to look that up. So here comes Vinny Diesel. Vin- hey, yeah, it's about family, <laughs> Vinny Diesel. Because family, that's what Tyler just said. Because, <laughs> because family. Hey, Ali. Uh, <laughs> Bloodshot got a thirty percent from critics, but a seventy-eight percent from audience. A wide gap, the wide gap theory. Yes, here we go. Based on the best-selling comic book. I don't know how it's the best-selling comic book, but Vin Diesel stars as Ray Garrison, a soldier recently killed in action and brought back to life as the superhero bloodshot by the RST Corporation. With an army of nanotech. <laughs> with a nano, uh, sorry. With an army of nanotechnology in his veins, he's unstoppable force, stronger than ever, and able to heal instantly. But in controlling his body, the company... Ha- has to sway over his mind and memories too. Now Ray doesn't know what's real and what's not, but he's on a mission to find out. Before we get into this, Chris, have you read any of the comic book? I actually, because of this movie, went and read uh, volume one of the comics. 
uh, that Valiant, Valiant comic put out a while back. You don't hear a lot of Valiant. Uh, you usually hear Dark Horse, Icon. But Valiant actually had some great comics in the 90s and thousands they put out. Well, they Some really solid, darker work. They also, they're kind of, as far as their movies go, they've had, I feel yeah, like... Yeah, they've built their own cinematic universe, which I did not know. Yes, but at the same time, they haven't really done the best job either. Oh, God, no. They hire first-time directors, a lot of like new movie writers. They, they're just not playing with the same money that you're seeing in other places. You can see trade-offs. You can see that in casting Vin Diesel they and Guy Pierce probably, they had to go with a little bit younger actors or people that are up and coming. And then you can also see in just some of the production stuff and this visual effects work, things like that. So they, it's it takes a little bit out. What was the movie that came out a little a little bit ago that looked amazing and actually had some really great shots? Rihanna's in it, but it was just whatever. Battleship? No. <laughs> uh, uh, Alita? No. Was that was that a Valiant? Oh, oh you're talking about um yeah you're talking about the Lars movie that was um Valerian in the Thousand Planets. There you go. That one based on a comic as well. Yeah. From Valiant, right? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of theirs. It's a French comic. Ah, yeah. I thought that movie could have been, but anyways, be better. Anyway, we're talking Bloodshot about Bloodshot with the Vinny D. Vinny D. Because family. Because the Cause buster family. kept me out of handcuffs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> aside from that, Chris, before we dive into the movies, I wanted, because sure. I, I haven't read as much maybe as you have. How did you feel it tied to the book or like, stayed true to the book it definitely does in some ways it keeps some of the stuff right across um the board like uh are like a rising spirit tech and like him and uh this idea of false memories being planted and you kind of not knowing along with him what's real and what's not because he's basically become the greatest assassin ever the, he has a billion nanotech uh nanobots in his blood right that are shot have been shot in there hence the name bloodshot but uh and he's basically just an ultimate killing machine and the comic itself, it has some really amazing stuff. And there was some of that that actually really translated. Um, to me, overall, it feels like just an evolution of RoboCop. Even the story feels like that. Chris says nervously as he flips through Cliff Notes on his other tab. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then when, what happened when the character uh, Darby said, I don't like you much. Um no, I, I think it definitely had some pieces I like. It's it's hard because I'm trying not to spoil things, right? But it's because it's definitely the same plot. One of the things I liked is that it had the ability to go deeper in. While in Bloodshot, you know, he fights some other super soldiers. Uh, he actually gets to like in the comic, he'll fight like old, outdated versions of what he was trying to be, or like other kinds of super beings. There's also like psionic kids involved. Not the point, but I felt it did a pretty good job. Um, obviously, it let Vinny D be Vinny D. He's a little more human. I feel like Bloodshot in the comic is a little more cold, calculating, like, like this is what I have to do, more this a, is what I have to do, and this one he's like, more of a hey, punisher. I'm Bloodshot, good luck, you know what I mean? You got more of a Punisher vibe in, in the book? A, a lot more, a lot more of just a focused, like, this is what I have to do, mm-hmm. kind of deal, but he's like, I'm grappling with my memories, anyways. Alright, well let's talk, um, about, let's talk about this movie, there's a lot of cool effects in this movie, technology-wise, and I, that I thought were cool. You know, originally when I saw this movie, uh, trailers for Bloodshot, I thought that it was, uh, I thought he was a vampire or something. Like, it, when when they'd show the trailers, he'd get hit by stuff and, like, he'd come apart and then it would, like, kind of regenerate him and his eyes would go red. And I was like, oh, it's like, oh, he's like a vampire that works for 
the government. But then watching it, there was a lot of cool times. It was like, oh, cool. Like, you can see the robots healing him. It's sort of the Wolverine thing, but they really made it feel more techie. Right. Which I liked. I did, But that too, was actually yeah. kind of cool. Right. The other characters also have things or have been saved with some new technology. One girl can't breathe without her mm-hmm. contraption, which is I thought was cool. And then there's these other two guys. And this is where the movie started to turn for me a little bit. The story was fine, but then you got this dude who's a dick for no reason. Yeah. It never touched that, right? Like, it never said, like... Girls, KT, KT, the girl, really nice to him in the beginning. They kind of, like, share a story. Like, oh, what's your story? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> and the other guy, the other two guys are just like, like, what the fuck are you doing here, you fucking idiot? And it's like, holy shit, you just met this guy. And you're in, like, a, a ward for wounded soldiers, and you're going to be a dick? Yeah, I didn't. And I was like, why is this guy so mad at Vin Diesel? Or, or bloodshot. Yeah. Why is he so mad at this character, who who's constantly his mind like he did. His mind is getting completely erased every single day. Yeah, uh, and they know it too. Right. It's like they're just picking on him to pick on. But him. then, like, there's a scene where he's like, "Now it's my favorite part." Yeah, mother, like motherfucker, you, I hate you, and uh, like, <laughs> this is where you get to watch it all come together. Uh, I hate you. And then, this movie while he's has down, plot holes. And character holes where you're like, this guy is clearly just written in the script to be a bad guy. Just to be a dick. And the other not guy. Not to be like, not even the kind that's like, I learned a valuable lesson. Thanks, Bloodshot. The guy's yeah. just like, hey, you lick your mom with that ass? And it's like, what? <laughs> Do people say that? <laughs> that's not a, movie, a quote from the movie, but it, it might as, it might if, as if well If he had been. said that, I would have been like, that, that seems about right. <laughs> Um, but this, the other guy though, too, wasn't an, he wasn't a dick. He was kind of just in the middle, kind of just doing his job. He can't see his, he wears like a right. suit that has all these cameras that he can plug into or whatever. And he can, for some Which reason, also, plug into the security system. Um, yeah. And part of it too, I get what they're trying to do. Cause like in the comics, there is a series of like a team that was built like them before bloodshot was created. Right. So maybe in my mind, as I watched them, I'm like, maybe they're jealous. Cause I would be fucking crazy jealous. This dude like got shot through the head. And, like, he can just regenerate any part, but I don't get to have my eyes. Like, you couldn't give me what he's having, Doc. <laughs> he could take a grenade to the head, and then I gotta be like, I can't see nothing! Well, to be fair, he was the first one, so if it works, then maybe you... That's come. true. Maybe they can then give exactly. it to the others. Exactly. You're right. Not yeah. po- point in case, though, this guy was, like, a nice dude. He didn't seem like he had a beef or a, a tiff with Vin Diesel, and he was just doing what he was told. At the end, I was expecting him to kind of twist, spoiler alert, but he doesn't. He'd derail from the mission or whatever, and then they they suit up, bro, and like, dude gets yeah, cool, gets cool. The let's ex- go fight him. Gets the extra arms, and, do- and before this scene, there's another scene that I was like, they really put that in there, and that's when KD comes through the thing, KT rather, and you see this the foot, and he makes like the the toe tapping, kind of like annoyed. Like, yes. like you've been waiting. I'm like, what is a mechanical machine? Like, and you put in that feature? Like, make sure. that's That was built in there. Yeah. He's like. There's a lot of this stuff. Yeah. You can see. this. Here's the strangest part. And I'm going to cut right to the chase on one thing. I actually enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed it in the way that I've enjoyed a lot of other bad movies. Mm-hmm. Where I'm watching it. And when I put on my critical glasses, I'm like, there's no reason. The toe tap's a great example. There's no reason for that to be... That's not a logical move because why would that be in there? This thing he does right here is not logical. Guy Pierce 
having this happen does not make any sense because he knows what he's trying to do. There's a lot of those. Right. But at the same time, there were a lot of things where I was kind of like, and it happened a lot with, I'm already brought up once, but with Alita Battle Angel, Mm -hmm. where I was like, sometimes in the plot, I'd be like, that's dumb or that's weird. But then it'd have these really, these stretches where I was like, that's a cool idea. The fact that he can do this thing is really cool. Or the way they're having the fight is really cool. Like Mm -hmm. on top of the elevator thing. And like, I just had these moments where I was actually just kind of having fun watching a shitty movie. The same way, if you go back and watch RoboCop, it gets all this hype and stuff. It's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. RoboCop's awesome. The original or the remake? The original. God, not the remake. The original (laughs) RoboCop. But actually, if you watch it from a lens today, there's a lot of shit in there. You're like, that's weird. Like, that's really dated. That Why do these characters... So I think it's the same way for me where I'm like, I just want to see RoboCop kill fucking people. Right. I just want to see Judge Dredd kill the bad guys. Mm-hmm. I want to see Bloodshot do that. And this one, it gave you that at times. And it didn't mess. The memory stuff was done pretty well where it turned out like there's there's a little bit of a twist in there that I didn't even see coming. And so it's kind of cool. I enjoyed it. I don't think it's a good movie, but it was fun. Yeah, I would. No, I would definitely agree with that. When I put the critical glasses on the same thing, like I'm like, mm, mm, mm. Like, why'd you say that? Why'd you say that weird thing? The fight scene at the end, I thought was really cool. uh, Down the elevator shaft. Even though I thought the elevator shaft was played. I mean, we just saw that in um, Hobbs and Shaw. It's been done. You get a lot of elevators. Yeah. Apparently, there's a lot of glass elevators outside of buildings. I just haven't seen them. Yeah, there's almost too many out there, I would say. Enough to have many fights on. Yeah. Anyway. All in all, though, Chris, Blast Trash Man. Critically, it's a trash, but for someone at yeah. home smashing popcorn, maybe hitting that fatty fatty because it was 420 yesterday, it's a meh. I would definitely trash this one. It's meh for watchability, trash for movie score. Yes. Overall, it is a trash. Shit is straight I don't think I would tell someone to go spend $20. Right. So, Chris, out of the four movies, we're talking Trolls World Tour, The Hunt, Bloodshot, and My Spy. Who are you telling, take 20 bucks, who are you giving 20 bucks to be like, yo, go watch this movie, it's good. Or it's Shit. enjoyable. That's tough. It is a tough one. Because if I tell the people to do trolls, <laughs> trolls, trolls is the safest bet. It's got to be trolls. Trolls is the safest if I give, bet. If I say, I probably would have, if you gave me $20 and said you got to pick one of the movies to watch again, I'd, I'd probably watch My Spy again. Mm-hmm. But I probably wouldn't tell somebody to go spend their twenty dollars on that movie because it's there. There's a really high margin; they won't like it. Yes. Like it's possible they come back and be like that was a waste of my time, man. But with <laughs> trolls, I feel like they'd be like, "Yeah, it was trolls too." <laughs> yeah. The hunt I, might be. They might be like, "Oh, that was too whatever." And bloodshot, they'd be like, "That movie was dumb." Yeah. But I think trolls, trolls is a safe, is a safe bet. bet. Trolls is a safe bet. Trolls is a safe yeah. bet. We're definitely Timberlake, uh, my girl Anna Kendrick. You well, you can't lose. Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, yeah, you, it's, Ozzy's in there running around. Some lots other of music. People definitely. Lots of music. Lots of music. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be. People are gonna be grooving. You're gonna be dancing. You're gonna be singing. Well, thank you so much for all the people that came to uh, join us here on Instagram Live. Sorry, we got the boot. We got. Yeah, the, we had the. Mo- this is the most. I mean, our our thing killed it a little, but like this is the most people we've ever had view for extended period of time. This has been great. Everybody's tuned individually though. We love you. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. much for even coming back. If you are able to come back or did come back, and if you've seen the show before. But this was episode number 125 of the dopest podcast on earth. I always want to hear what you guys thought of the movies. What'd you think of Trolls World Tour? What'd you think of The Hunt? What'd you think of Bloodshot? And what'd you think of My Spy? Would you recommend it? Let us know your thoughts. You can always hit us up here on Instagram. We guess we're doing this every week. Maybe we got to find a better time if we can, but maybe not. Maybe 9 p.m. works for me and you. Who knows? We'll keep it going through this apartment, hangout, 
Uh, well, I don't even know what you... We out here. Because family. Because family. That's why we do it, Ty. Because, because family. family. Uh. Yeah, life happens one quarter mile at a time. <laughs> I almost had you. You never had your car. I almost had uh, <laughs> You never had me. Let's do it for slips. Watch out if you get the Ferrari, Paul. Uh, you can always check us out. We're here every week. Tuesday, we do it live here on Instagram. Or you can check us out tomorrow in a clean... I don't even know. I don't even know if I'm gonna edit much anymore because it's just it's easy just to knock it out. It's out there in the ether. Let it just uh, it's out there yeah, in the, ether. the raw stuff. Kicking it raw. Kicking it raw. Hit us up on the gram. G Splash Podcast or here at Bradley Baxter. C dot Watts. Is that what? I can never figure out what it is. It's C dot underscore dot Watts, but it's a nightmare to say out loud. Yeah. You just a buster. <laughs> buster cut me Genius. out of handcuffs. Uh, Thank you so much. It's been episode 125. We'll be back next week. We out of here, baby. We're talking Simpsons, though, so be back. We'll be here. Be Ooh, here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. We out of here, baby. Peace. Everybody. Nah.